Okay. Okay. So. Wait. Hand me my phone. Oh God. I have a I have immediate business to do. That okay. I've f- forgotten. A what? Of course, for months. What do you mean? What? Well, so I just have to do a quick shout out. I did this. I have to. I have to do it. You also have to do it. I said that I would. Okay, I did it at the end of the last episode. I'm doing it up front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Again. To Timo from, from Johnson City, Tennessee, for passing his permit test. Congratulations, King. Hope hope you can drive. Yeah, Katie promised that we would do this either right before or during our hiatus and then like you know forgot and so he's fucking dming me on instagram like Uh, oh i didn't realize you were fucking liars like that and i was like all right all right kid calm down (laughs) so but i said if you pass first try we'll give you a shout out and i said that in the summer oh and then forgot I, but, and uh, I can't stress enough. We started up shout outs again this week because Patreon is back on on that pay cycle. And shit. Duncan's oh. already done it. And so I've already done it in this the shout out section. I know, but it was a special feature at the end. And then a double special feature at the beginning. So the kid who doesn't pay us <laughs> has gotten double the shout outs yeah. of all of the patrons that have stuck around this transition phase. Passed his permit test first time, dude. That is huge. That's huge. That's so rare because I did not do that. Uh, I, I sort of took the Russian style. I'm not going to name any names, but I know people who failed. You just threw bodies at the wall until, until you passed? Until, until I passed. How many times does it take you to pass your permit test? Uh, the actual... Like, Are we uh, talking like learners? The written, like a permit? The, 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 the permit? I can see why you would maybe underperform that, struggle that section one? of the test. Yeah. 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 yeah, so that that I think I took six times. Holy oh my leash. god! Yeah, dude. To be fair though, I was paying for it myself, so I was like, and my reasoning was like, "Oh, I'll get this." No, I'm gonna get this. That's insane. Yeah, you just to fail it six times, like you just don't know what a stop sign does. Like, what the fuck was happening? Well, so what was ha- what was happening? I was <laughs> no. Getting, like, they ask you about the T intersections was, and who really is right away there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> whoever whoever alphas the other driver is like the practical answer. You make eye contact and you start rolling forward a little bit first. Uh, Do you know what my favorite rule of the road is? Is it just like any straight drive? Anyone going straight on a big road wins. Yeah. 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 Well, that's sort of the fair, but like my, the thing I was doing though screwed me up so bad is i kept listening to like my dad uh, <laughs> and like how driving should, should be. be his theories of driving yes yes so it's then i was like philosophy hold up <laughs> let me because there's like times where I'm like, i read this but my dad said that probably trust my old man he's been and driving like, for a long time he's driving a whole lot longer than me so why would that and then it's like wrong stupid uh <laughs> Okay, and then so and then like I, then Took you six times to learn that lesson. Well, so but it was also like I had to like like all the stuff in the books was getting really jumbled up in my head, and then I knew this yeah. thing was happening, and then I I got like really stressed out during the test, being like, which fucking one is it? And then it counts, doesn't it count? Like it tells you, like you only have five yeah. more fuck ups. Yeah, so then the oh, stress level. No, it's four, like the big red three. X every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so the stress level increases as well. So it's like. You're on your Ooh. last life. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the the last, the fifth time I did it, uh, I was like, I'm never failing this fucking test time. again, because it was like, last question, if you get this it one right. It was make or break. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh. And I failed and I was so mad. 
and I didn't even tell because at this point I wasn't even telling my parents I was going there. I was just, You're just like going doing your like own after thing. school. I was like, I saved up enough money to go do this, <laughs> dude. <laughs> saved up my allowance. Well, no, I I worked. I worked at, uh, just, at a bowling alley, and I was yeah. like, a bowling alley money thank you and just Go think in. man if you had passed the first time you could have saved that money and yeah. invested in bitcoin yeah that's true and then it all would have been different <laughs> yeah so there's our advice <laughs> thanks timo you passed the first time take so, the money you would have spent on the other five tests now invest in bitcoin invest. might not be as good yeah. advice anymore no yeah you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to get in somewhere on the on the What's the new? Hey guys, market insights. What's the new thing? What's gonna blow up? Uh, I think like big, uh, big pockets. Big pot, <laughs> like literally big pockets. Yeah. So you want them to invest in designers that are making big pockets? Yeah. I'm actually huge on. Bro, this. Lil's Kills told me that she's uh, making the pockets on the next iteration of the sweatsuit bigger. Deep. Okay, so Liam's yeah. and they're already they're already big. Okay, so yeah, does it invest in Lil's Kills? There you go. Yeah, little skills, uh, or find a jacket that you can put a whole bottle of uratine. So I'm not going to say wine, in, but just like whatever, but just like just sparkling imagine, apple just, juice. Just imagine you could fit an entire uh, one liter bottle, and it like of wouldn't even ruin the silhouette of the jacket, jacket so people yeah. can't even notice that yeah. you have hypothetically. I don't know. You sneak all your candy into movie theaters. Yeah, you know, that's that yeah, type smuggling. Of stuff. Yeah, and wine. <laughs> In the style of the French. Yeah. One, a, a wheel of brie in one pocket, <laughs> a, a bottle of red in the other. You bag it up You're your going sleeve. to see Saltburn. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say. That's how I'm sneaking into Saltburn is with a big old glass of wine. <laughs> and, a, and a long straw. And it, and it would, can I tell you, would suit the film unbelievably. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Believe It, Ship It In. We watched four episodes this week once again. I am one of your hosts, Duncan, joined by Liam. Hello. And Katie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh more filler we got through i think mostly the end of the like pre time skip stuff in the jiraiya book it seems like they're and if Tsunade's, that doesn't make sense to you <laughs> then you know what us either uh it seems like Tsunade has finished the latest manuscript more or less and then it's probably the second half of this arc is going to be like the book, sequel book two to this book chamber yeah. of secrets yes um, so what you know what happens? Sasori shows up. They have to the the Genin have to fight all of his hundred puppets. Well, they have to decide if they're going to fight the puppets or they settle on yes. Because yeah. uh, Sasuke gets upset that his dad thinks his brother's cooler than him, and he's like, "No, fuck, fuck the rules. I, yeah, I have to stunt on these puppets to show that I'm cooler no, than my brother." That, that wasn't that wasn't even it at all. It was uh, his brother would have stuck around to fight with his friends, so he wanted to be different than his brother because his dad was like, "You're nothing," you, you know. You'll never be but your brother. But then if he wanted to be different than his brother, he would have left, which he didn't do. Well, the whole point was to leave. So, he, like, they wanted to leave. Yeah. Right? Well, he wanted to leave. Yeah. So, he he wanted to leave, and his brother would have stuck around. So, that's what she was doing. And um, if he wanted to leave, he had to fight Sassery. Just leave. Just walk away. Well, because he was blocking the way out. Right? <laughs> Just go the other way. Yeah. Big open field they were fighting in. Yeah, I know. It's, well, but it Lots is, of ways it to is walk. Sasuke we are talking about. Lots That's of ways the direction to walk. of the village. <clears throat> so <laughs> I have to go that way. <laughs> um, they they eventually fight the the puppets. Uh, Naruto's still trapped in the star dimension. Jiraiya shows up and is like trying to get him to like coax the fox out to be like, hey man, this is the only way you can break the dimension. Practice your summoning jutsu. Didn't I teach you that? Naruto can't do it. Jiraiya's like, you haven't been training. Naruto's like, I've so been training. And then we learned that in this dimension, his dad teach him the Rasengan. 
Uh, mm. And he can do it really good because <clears throat> the fourth Hokage is a very good teacher, good father. Uh, yeah, it's then, just it's just we learned that whole thing. Again. Yeah, the whole see... thing again. Can Naruto get the fox? Oh, no, it's four tails. He's too early. We have to contain it. Blah, blah, blah. Except it's taking place in a dimension with no ground surrounded by stars. Naruto gets out of that, shows up with a bunch of Rasengan, helps him fight off the puppets. Uh, the Neji arc is like. His dad is Toby. His dad is Toby. <laughs> Hyuga secrets, except except the Hyuga are like so much more normal that the resolution of that is that like he convinces his dad not to be a bad guy. He reconciles with all of the Leaf Village ninja, and then his dad turns into a ghost and is like, "Neji, I love I you. I love I'm you. Sorry, son. this Goodbye. burden is yours. Goodbye." Do, do, you know, do you want to make the Hyuga so much scarier? I was just thinking about it. Like, what if they wore like full masks, so no eye holes, but they could see through because they're. Oh. Right, so they could, and then you could put whatever face you want on that person, and they just see through the. Oh. It's kind of hard. Yeah, so like that. Yeah, no, what the well, do. But, but, but no, was, the no eye holes is is, is, spooky. is spooky. And like I was, but then you because it's like, bitch, what, what, what are, are you? you? Yeah, but then you're, and the, then the other villages, like if they don't know about the Hugo, they're like, the Leaf the Village f- has monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like so, um, I just thought about that looking at like why. Why wouldn't you just make a rig- like an original character design for Papa Huga in this? Yeah, that's true. You could well. Well, they then... flipped the Toby mask. The eyes on the other side. Uh... No, it's just it's just uh, stunt on him. It is cool. He's so he's reanimated because yeah. Orochimaru reanimated him for evil nefarious purposes. purposes. Yeah. Uh, and it, the Huga reanimation is cool because like they have the white eyes, but then their their uh, the whites of their eyes are black. Which should just be the normal Hugo design, because that would be so be much so more cool. unnerving. Like, it really would make you intimidated of Neji when he shows up at first, if he just has that fucking look about him. No, and but he's like, hey, Naruto, I'm going to kill you. And you're like, oh. That's sort of in the realm, <laughs> that's sort of in the realm of the fucking Uchiha, where it's like, you know, two colors, sort of red and black, and you can't, we can't have like a purple and black, because... No, black and just, white. No, just black and white. white. Well, it's like it's sort of like a purple color. But it's the yeah. other spooky part is colored, mm, like no. an eye tattoo. I just it's a little close to the Uchiha throne. It's so embarrassing for the Uchiha that if if they had a traitor, if the Hugo <laughs> had a traitor in their midst, they could just go to therapy about it and it would be fine. So yeah, because they do oh. end up just like talking it out and be like, "Oh yeah, father, I had a big chip on my shoulder because you you know did this whole thing." Oh, a little bit of a misunderstanding. Oh. Very funny that, and then and then yeah, Ghost Dad is also like, my apologies. I'm so sorry that happened. It, <laughs> I should have I should have valued you as my son first. And you, and Neji's like, I understand, Father. I love you. And his father was like, <laughs> I, lo- I love you. I love you too, son. I'll give you a little kiss on your forehead. And remember, you make your own destiny. But kind of not because this is Naruto. And sort of, yeah, like, I do still have that forehead thing. But Hina just seems cool, so I don't think she'll use it. On yeah, you. I don't think she's. Go- I don't think she knows how to. She's a little. Wrong. Watch out for her younger sister, though. <laughs> Don't let she just lay Neji out with mind power. She's pressing her two fingers to her temple, like <laughs> yeah. and just collapsing him for no reason. Maybe when it's your time to be a dad, Neji, you sort of don't allow them to do that. Don't stuff. let them tattoo your baby. It's my first. I, I One feel regret like I have as a father was letting them tattoo that fuck shit on you. You seen that movie with? This is a weird reference. You seen the movie with Adam Sandler? And <laughs> <laughs> And and fucking what's his name? The guy who's the cop in Brooklyn Nine Nine, Andy Samberg. Oh yes. And uh, there's a joke in it 
where when Andy Samberg's eight, he gets a tattoo and it stretches out all weird. Uh, it's that is that the movie's Daddy's Boy? <laughs> I believe so. I think that's a classic film, Daddy's, Daddy's Boy. Daddy's Boy with Adam Sandler and, and, Andy, and Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. So it's a, a, it's a lot like that. Also, I didn't know that they'd huh. be putting that sort of little visage on you. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Jojo Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of films in the afterlife. So like anyways, there's not much to do, but Netflix is awesome. Believe on the guys who are using that symbol on your forehead. And it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so two things. The anime doesn't make it a swastika, to be clear. It's an X in the anime. It's only well, in no, the it's manga a, it's, it's a full swastika it's, on their it's foreheads. A, it's an X on the dad's forehead, but I think we've seen swastika on no, it, haven't we? It's, it, in the manga, they do like the Buddhist, like, you know, the inverted swastika uh. Buddhist symbol. And then in the anime, they were like, Ugh. I don't we think enough even, people can tell that it's inverted. Yeah, we're we're just gonna we do also want to sell this to Western audiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skull and crossbones ass. But that's also, tell you what, <laughs> still a Nazi symbol. The X? The skull. You skull. can't just say an X is a Nazi symbol, though. That's well, They did use it. They can't, they can't take everything away. <laughs> that's ridiculous. They yeah. already have the stupidest little mustache and the Buddhist symbol. We can't give them the letter X. Yeah. <laughs> and they have the word Nazi. They have the word Nazi. And they have the letter S. They also have. They have Hugo Boss. This is two two S's next to each other. Is where you get trouble. Yeah. Can't. So anything with double S is, is sort of. If you want to do like a cool runic S, you're sort of in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're spelling stuff like piss. <laughs> piss with the SS logo on the end is f- d- like what kind of guy are you? New dude just dropped. Yeah. Nazi yeah. piss cake. Can't say hiss. <laughs> Nazi like piss that. cake from Mississippi. <laughs> um, um, Hugo Boss. Anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't, the sharp shoulders, that's tough. They took away some, some what could have otherwise been some powerful fashion choices. Mm. Speaking of powerful fashion choices, mm? Liam? No. Oh. Uh, I'm going to pose you with a question, Duncan. Okay. And you can answer how you want to answer, but I will elaborate in the bonus con and the bonus. Okay. On so y'all ask you this question. I'm not going to tell you what this question stems from. And listeners, you say elaborate in the bonus. We're 15 minutes in, dude. This I know. Is, this is crazy. This is nuts. But Liam, sometimes he let him cook. We'll just let him. Okay. Yes, because uh, okay. Here's a hypothetical, Duncan. And listeners. And listeners, you're at a bar. You're kind of drunk. I'll put myself there. Give me a second. Okay. Do you need music or anything? Okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. You're at a bar. Okay, if Katie yeah. can do the music yeah. while you talk, that's maybe helpful. Uh, and you're kind of drunk. You see a jacket that you really like. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and it's at a table. Okay. And you sit down near it. And you sit and you talk for like an hour. And that jacket's still there. And nobody's, nobody's even, even looked at the jacket. Nobody's even come sniffing by that jacket. Then you look in the pockets of Jackie, you find a cell phone, and you say, I don't want to take someone's cell phone, and I'll put that at the bar, and give that to the bar, but sometimes you get a new jacket. What, would you take that jacket? No. Do you get of, a new jacket? No, of course not. Do you get not. a new jacket this night? Do you, so you're saying no? No, that's villain behavior. It's a cool jacket? It's, a, well, it's, it's literally not even that cool. It's not that cool? Every jacket that Liam owns is cooler than this jacket. But I, the thing is, I can't wear cool jackets to work, and I need a jacket that has pockets on my side. So would you, you're saying no? Of course not. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, 
Can I Fuck. be honest? I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even consider it. What if your friend really kind of said it was cool and thought it was cool that you would take it? No, no, because <laughs> I wouldn't have tabled it to my friend. I wouldn't have been like, should I, I steal but, his jacket? I would just be like, oh, somebody left their jacket at the table. Was this the bar that you were at last night? Uh-huh. That's a, an no, arcade no, Duncan, as well? This, no, Duncan, this is a hypothetical. Okay. <laughs> Hypothetically, was it a barcade where somebody might get up from their table and go play video games for um, a couple hours? I just don't know why you'd leave it there. No, because actually another important factor is that phone in the <laughs> pockets, right? Sure. Game cards on the table. Mm. $30 each. We took those. How did you? Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> how do you know? Hypothetically, you, you robbed, take those. You just robbed these people. No. No. They have paid a tax. <laughs> this, is, this is villain behavior. What if they listen? They don't. <laughs> this is, this uh, is scandalous. And, and, and I'll tell you why. Hypothetically, I went through the pockets and found a receipt from Drumheller. So they'll never be around. What is the, what is the, what is wrong with you? This is premeditated theft. What do you mean? No, it's no, First, it's, it's just me- meditated. It's, 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 meditated. It's like, it's we like meditated a, on it, but not before we found the yeah, jacket. It's, it's not like we were going in there and be like, let's get some jackets tonight. Okay. <laughs> Is is this the elaboration that you were going to do in the bonus, or is there information that maybe exonerates you that we'll hear it behind a paywall? You'll hear it behind a paywall. I, if there's information that makes you look better, I encourage you to say it now. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys also took... Uh, this is not hypothetical. In the real world, outside of this hypothetical scenario, you guys took about two... Hundred, I don't know how much money worth of arcade cards yeah, from a well, corporate holiday party. We didn't take them. They yeah, were just they left on those. the fucking we, floor. Those are fair game. Absolutely. We at, found at, at, a, at, a, at an arcade where you have like one of the little credit card swipers where there's also a bar and it's like midnight and people have left and they left their shit on Tetris. You get that Tetris card. Yes. Yes. Mm. That's we we found two just on a table and we were like, OK, once again, uh, waited long enough. Nobody's coming back for these. Yeah. And then just like th- found one on the floor. Yeah, I, listen. Found three on other games. I think I've snagged like six of those in the two times that I've been to that place. Just like, hundreds they, of dollars. Just I'm going to play for free for the rest of my life. You should never go to a barcade and pay for the games. Wait what? until somebody leaves yep. and take their. Maybe the first time you go, you don't play a lot of games. And that's what we call the investment trip. Yeah. And, and then you wait until is... like 1 a.m. and just I... clean up like a goblin. I think and then the, you're set. I think the gambit is we have to go all of December, like once yeah. a week, all of parties. December for the holiday party, and they were yeah. probably good for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yes. I'll, yeah. Okay. And then you know you play the game so good, you keep winning, you keep winning credits. Well, is that what happens? You. Yeah. You. you well, thrive. No, you don't get. You don't get. You get like tickets that you can exchange for. I don't know, like a jacket. Mm. Hmm. So if you did it well enough, you wouldn't have had to hypothetically commit a crime. Some would say I. I'm putting a down deposit. You know, like I've already sort of cashed. give a jacket, take a jacket. Yeah, but this is an advance, and then we'll win enough <laughs> tickets. We'll buy a jacket from the bar, and we'll just leave it at a table for the next guy. What if I get a jacket that I don't really like? You're gonna lose a jacket. You will lose a jacket somewhere. Karma dictates. This is the cycle of jackets. Karma dictates now, and this is why I was worried because all your, ja- as I, I said, so all your jackets are cooler than this jacket. But here's here's my counter offer. No, I'll elaborate. In the, I've got, I've got. <laughs> I really think you should try to defend yourself in the main episode. 
because I have to imagine that the listeners are on my side of this argument. They might be, but sometimes the listeners are like, oh, bad boy. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's just stealing from, like, a guy, though. It's not even, like, an organization. It's just, like, a dude. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Imagine how drunk you have to get though to leave, to leave your, jacket. your whole jacket. Can I can I tell you something? I'm still not convinced they left their jacket. They did. You're positive that this person was gone. Yes. yes. Okay, that does Jacket it. and phone? Are you joking? You look for that within an hour. I, at I, least. I, I don't Unless even Unless you're still there and you think that your jacket it's is just the crazy. Like that, that that's okay, imagine okay, Duncan. Imagine there's a place that has a coat check, right? And if you're if you're in the vibe of leaving your jacket around, right? It's a paid coat check though. How much? I don't know, five bucks. Okay. <laughs> so some would say I guess that is the fucking that is the insurance fee. You don't pay the five dollars for coat check, you do put it in God's hands. I mean that's true. There's like, like there's a lot to dissect here, but we're we're starting from a moral low ground. Yeah. For, like, I'm I'll say this. Not proud of what I did. <laughs> Sometimes you get drunk and you get egged on to steal a jacket. That is true. Yeah. I guess if I was, yeah. But I, I, I but definitely also, see myself. Okay, also, oh, but also, I, I'm at, just, uh, and uh, I will say this, this is the most charismatic guy who is sort of pumping your tires to be like, take that jacket. That's yeah. your jacket. I've stolen, a, I've stolen a pair of shoes from a party before. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. Talking a lot of shit. Shoes are worse. Shoes from a party. They have to walk home. <laughs> so here's here's why. Okay. I was pretty sure someone stole my shoes. <laughs> and I needed a pair of shoes. <laughs> and I said, all right, well, the domino chain continues. And I just took someone else's shoes. Sure. Because I, I was looking. And, and also, it was like, I was wearing like like black Vans or whatever. Like very nondescript shoes. Mm. And there were like nine pairs of shoes that really resembled them okay now if you're a listener and so i i was quite drunk in retrospect i don't know that this logic is sound at the time i went somebody took my shoes and thought they were their shoes i'm gonna take some other shoes and hope i'm gonna take some other shoes and then 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 we'll just let this cycle yeah continue like worst case scenario oh everybody's got each other's shoes so i just took a pair of shoes (laughs) did you ever return them no but i think i think i know whose they were and i think I think he knew that I stole them. <laughs> I think word got out. Well, but I mean, but again, I'm someone I'm, else had your shoes. I'm like ninety percent sure somebody else had my shoes. So I was hurt. People hurt people. You know what I mean? Like, what was I gonna do? Yeah, walk home with no shoes. No right. way. The, there were still the right number of shoes at the party. I only left with one pair. Okay. So like everyone had something to get home. That's with. where I was worried. I thought no, I was, no, no, no. I was I thinking you got a little greedy. I wasn't just like, damn, these are sick, and like walk home a pair of shoes in hand. Yeah. No, that would be that would <laughs> that's, be unforgivable. That's that's too that's a that's a bridge too far. Because uh, it was like winter too. It yeah. Like that's cruel. And for for those who are like, you took your shoes off at a party. Yeah, that's yeah, it's normal. Canada, it's dude. Canada. What the fuck are you talking about? There take were like your shoes off at the door. At this party. It was snowing. It's we're winter. gonna tromp around on carpet with shoes. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you? dumb no we don't do that we don't do that shit here i don't understand american cities that like snow they you gotta take your shoes off right that can't be an all i saw someone post i think it was someone like a like a mormon like some idaho mormon person who posted like bought my daughter some slippers and she loves them 
Yeah, dude. Or what is she said? House shoes or house slippers or something yeah, that just, was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Get slippers. It, yeah, and then just just use Duh. slippers. Yeah. That's just so normal. And it's a house shoe. I was talking shit about slippers to you guys like last year, but then my family bought me a pair of glare ups and I'm fucking I'm a changed man. Yeah, Those I was, shits go glare ups. Yeah, they're like fancy slippers. I don't know. Oh. My dad's obsessed with them and he like went through a phase and bought everybody in the family a pair. Nice. Can your dad be obsessed and buy everyone that you're by two of your friends. <laughs> two to three of your friends some, some of those. i think they're like i think they're nice like they, it was like every it was one year where like oh, everyone's, those guys. everyone's birthday you knew you were getting a pair of glare ups yeah. these little like pretty good. felt yeah. looking ass little guys yeah and they have a little like padding on the, on the bottom mm. you were yeah it was you were he bought a new pair for himself and then he was like i think he just bought in bulk for everybody yeah. and then when your birthday rolled around it was the ceremonial you got on you got on one knee and he would knight you with the slippers and yeah. just be like here you go no, you stand. You do a headstand, and he puts slips on my feet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just yeah. So that's that. I mean, so you know, that, that's there's sort of a that's a common rule not to take someone else's shoes though when you're at a party because it's like yeah, but what am I to do? I know. I'm shoeless. Fine. You're actually less. You're still on a higher moral ground than I am. I really hope I was quite drunk. Yeah. So was I. You're so lucky. It sounds like this was in college when you weren't wearing fascinating shoes. Uh, that's the thing too. If I had. I think part of the problem was I just was wearing like the yeah. most boring shoes. If I had the shoes that I have now, no way I can't imagine that would have been a no problem. No way those get stolen. Because it was also like a small community party. So like if I see a bitch walking around in the shoes that I, that you uh, I would now. be able to yeah. with confidence go, hey, those belong to me. It's my fucking shoe and yeah. I don't own it anymore. Yeah. It looks like it's on your foot. Yeah. Kind of fucked up. That's why I'm glad I have such little tiny feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like an anti-theft measure in and of itself yeah like, what are you gonna do put those on i yeah. don't think so damn you think you can fit your big ass <laughs> ugly foot inside my precious petite little shoes you need to start well that the problem is if you ever start going to like uh you know more adult parties with like young children right and um, then parents will just steal your shoes for their babies someone's gonna walk out with my golf lafleur loafers <laughs> for their a baby. nine year old is gonna be walking out with <laughs> No, I wore these, Mom. <laughs> Mama, these are mine. Mom, they match. I love Flower Boy. Uh, <laughs> I look golf wang. <laughs> Goblin is my favorite album. <laughs> what? I'm, I mean, a, I'm a fucking walking paradox. <laughs> I mean, what do nine-year-olds listen to? Tyler the Creator. Probably Tyler the Creator. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're do, you think, do you think Sasuke would listen? To Tyler the Creator, yeah, he would listen to yeah, like, but like only the early shit, just, just yeah, yeah, Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. He would get mad when he does the pivot. Oh, <laughs> it's not true. I didn't realize he was fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that song about shooting up a school or whatever? I liked him. <laughs> I liked him before he was gay. <laughs> when it was about the music. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I liked about these episodes uh -huh. that actually made this chunk better than the last chunk of this arc uh -huh. was that they learned that you can't just give me the book. You have to give me at least a couple minutes every episode right. of Tsunade. We need some frame narrative. So yeah. every episode started with Tsunade at the gazebo as the night gets later and later. And then Shizune would show up and just be like, Tsunade, you haven't eaten yet. And Shizune would be like, no. And then Let Shizune would be like. Let me give you the like, worst rice ball you've ever eaten. Yes. Yeah. And, and some scalding hot tea. 
And she would just, but every, like, later on in the episode, it's getting really late, and she comes with a bottle of sake, and she's yeah. like, listen, I know you. It's, it's sort of a... It's sort Sorry of about a, that bullshit I pulled earlier. <laughs> it's, it's sort of a framing of, like, uh, the princess bride, sort of switch back. Yeah, you like, should, you, I yeah. need to be brought out of it a little bit to yeah. be, like, reminded that this is a story. And then you get her comments on it, like, she's like, oh, this is a pretty good story. And it's like, damn, Sonata, is it? She but, says it's the best thing he's ever written. And it's that's like, crazy. And that's come just, on. I mean, she's just not into the... She's just not into the porn parts. Yeah. She just doesn't understand him. I'll say that. Dan never made her feel like that. So she doesn't. Get <laughs> she doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the sensations are kind of foreign to her. Um, the there's a bit where she's talking about soccer and she's like getting mad at Jiraiya because she's like, okay, he's like a good writer, but this is fucking horseshit. My student, my student would never act like this. Yeah, she's like, this is a little uh, far from reality. Soccer is not this meek. She, she's acting like a real baby right now, just going wherever Sasuke wants, and that is not my girl. She not actually, how I raised she her. She actually hates him. She she knows she knows enough to respect herself to not get herself caught up with that boy. A lot to unpack there. A lot sort of to unpack there. Because this I is Tsunade's dream, so this is actually how, how Tsunade's awake world Tsunade perceives Sakura. Right. Which, or, or, or wishes Sakura to be. I think it's... I think it's fair to say that she would think of Sakura as like an independent, competent person. Cause she also meets Sakura, Sakura yeah. like largely after Sasuke is left. Sakura's she not trains that, her to like, be like one of the greatest medical ninja. Like she's not like, yeah, she's not meek. No, necessarily. And she, she just, is, you know, she's pretty like ruthlessly competent whenever Naruto and Sasuke aren't on the screen and she's just doing like normal ninja. Yeah. Shit. She's like in the realm of standard ninja and especially healthcare ninja. She was like running a fucking hospital at sixteen or whatever. Like she's, yeah, she sort know. of she sort of leaps and bounds ahead of every other normal like any Genin in this show. Yeah, that like, is not like main cast Genin. Tsunade missed Sakura's like cringe era, which is great for her. Yeah, and which must mean that when <laughs> when Sasuke comes back, oh, Tsunade's Tsunade gotta is like, be like, who is this? What the fuck is going on with you, girl? <laughs> you don't understand, Tsunade. I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're so right. I saw the I saw the Sasuke on my team, and I said, "Nope, I don't think so. Not me." She, and then you know they get married. And she's like, "Oh, what? what?" And then she she leaves. Sasuke leaves, and she's like, "Oh, that's oh oh, I'm so I'm oh, Sakura. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you know, he left. That's decent. You're still together, but he's gone for a." while and he didn't tell you why and you are going to raise his child so did you did you did you give birth to this child Your child no <laughs> <laughs> you need to leave hmm. Girl, leave how do you think babies Put that are kid made in the system. i taught you how babies were made <laughs> you know he fucked someone to get this child it's not yours She's just like, oh, but mama, I love him. <laughs> Tsunade's like, okay, damn, Jirai was right. This is devastating to me personally, but that's fine. We can't all make the right decisions all the time. I guess I was going to marry Dan. <laughs> I just got lucky. I just got I lucky just got, that he got run in through. In retrospect, <laughs> best thing that ever could have happened to me. That he was killed by another nobody ninja. 
just two ants fighting. Why can't we stop talking about Dan? Because <laughs> this is the Tsunade arc. It's been three and weeks. And it's hard to make fun of Tsunade because we respect her too much. So we have to take a slant approach. Yeah. So yeah, we, it's true. in a way, we are kind of disrespecting her because her taste in men is so, no, because so she's no bad. good. Her taste is fifty percent awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> but the other half, and the the half that the show wants to pretend is the important half, is the bad take. Yeah. So. I I like that um, Jiraiya writes himself into his novel. Yeah. And he just shows up in the star dimension and is like, hey, Naruto, I'm going to help teach you. It is I, <laughs> It's Jiraiya, like a really, it's a really like flimsy pretense to get him in there. And then he's just like, I'm the mentor figure and I'm here now. And it's like, yeah. okay. Your right. dad, your dad put a teleport in you and I did that. Yeah. I, I keep it here now. <laughs> Where's everyone? <laughs> How's like, it bro, going? You're, you're the one using the typewriter and you're, that's what you're gonna go with yeah he's you're, like what i want to be in the scene you can write anything i want to be in the scene now Fucking you just tom. jump so high that you land in space where naruto is <laughs> think about tom, that tom bombadil ass no kidding yeah. like he does write himself as like the playful god of this universe yeah because even the like antagonist for a while we're like yeah we're team jiraiya his presence is sort of felt everywhere in this book. <laughs> he's sort of like he's sort of like the prophecy maker. You know, it's whatever. Let's replay that frog prophecy that he gets. Yeah, his student's gonna change the world. Yeah, it's crazy that he wrote that the frog would say that he was a big time pervert. It's crazy. Doesn't the frog does say that? He says like the, the pervious, frog says it. Yeah. of all, he's a singular supreme, pervert, singularly pervy. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you like, who are you singularly to, you didn't have pervy. To say that part. And he didn't have like, to write it. Come on, it. this is my this is the kid this is the kid's book. This is a young adult novel. You don't have to say that in this one. They don't even know what that means. When I put myself in the other books, then I am singularly pervy. That's yeah. when we get that out. Uh, it's like it's weird. I'm just now thinking about how he's definitely writing. Like he hasn't changed any names or anything. He's just writing a novel about the Leaf Village getting in this world. And Tsunade knows that because she's like, Sakura doesn't act like that. So he's just writing about like real characters, char like children. Yeah. yeah. Which makes him actually not a very good writer. Weird, right? Like, and yeah. it makes you wonder, what's the porn about? What's the porn? Of Maybe that's why Tsunade doesn't like them. She's like, he writes they're... me into every one of his <laughs> fucking stories. <laughs> Blonde, huge tits. I don't understand. She's like, I get that it's a look, but it's like my look. It's my look. He he used my name a couple times. <laughs> and I think like, my name and his name. I think he explicitly told his and editor said, Dan, not. That worm got ran through. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm I killed him. I wouldn't know what he was looking. I'm so glad I fucking ended him. I didn't. I didn't need to backstab him. I got in front of his face and said, "I'm he, killing you," and you know why. He uses my name, and he says he, make, he makes my character say things like, "Wow, I've never felt things like this before until I I gave my childhood friend a chance." Isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan could never. It's crazy that I was Period. looking everywhere when the right answer was in front of me all the time. <laughs> Number one New York Times bestseller. She's like, yeah, I don't like those books that much. He's <laughs> a good writer, but I just I can't, it's a can't little... get down with these. Well, it's like how um, I think about this like kind of a lot. The, the, which, you know the plain white tea song, Hey There Delilah? Yeah. yeah, you know that's like about a real woman who like had a boyfriend at the time. Oh, that like yeah. wasn't him. Isn't that weird? 
<laughs> and I think that's like her real name. Oh, isn't that fucking weird? Well, what if you wrote that song thinking like this will this will let me get I, this girlfriend? I think surely that must be what you're thinking. And then she's like, no shot. She's like, bro, no. But you can't like, because who were they before that song? You can't expect that that's gonna blow like, up. Blow up. But even if you don't think it's gonna blow up. It's weird yeah. to write that song about a woman you know yeah. who lives in a different well, what, state and is dating a guy. What and else? someone else find it and send it and be like, do you think? Right. Like if they know each other, which presumably they do to some extent, like th- th- somebody's going to go like, hey, did, uh... especially because he didn't change her name. It's in the title. They're going to be like, is this about fucking Delilah? And that's like New York City. Check. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess like, you know, that every Delilah in New York City got a. Got a Spotify link. Girl this eve. Girl. Hey. Yeah, do you know this guy? He's and one of them was like, weirdly, yes. Like <laughs> met him one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jariah. Jariah's pulling that one. Oh, okay. And then Tsunade is Delilah being like, this isn't like cool. I don't like I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> She's just relieved that he's at least writing about the other kid. But like it's weird to write about children and then it's weird to like explicitly say like, yes, this one is the child of prophecy. Cause it's like, bro, stop telling people. Yeah. Like people are going to read this book and then like your enemies are going to be like, Oh, we should kill this child of prophecy. <laughs> like I thought I, I, th- I wanted to run a D and D campaign that was sort of based off of like a fake child of prophecy. That was like, like, like the, Oh, this is the child of prophecy that, you know, they're supposed to beat the, the big bad evil thing and they've done it. They've done it. And, but the, the little snag is that it it wasn't wasn't the child wasn't like you know the the hero or whatever wasn't the child of the prophecy or whatever mm-hmm. but then i was like oh, how do you do that and you don't want to make a character in your well that's sort of what my first D character was yeah kind of but yeah, yeah you're kind of but he's very like pumped his own tires up raised in a cult to believe that he was like the, the the new christ because he was a sorcerer yeah. <laughs> and they were like holy, holy shit, shit yeah you have like powers I, and you know what I, the, the more i think about that arc is like the more i like the idea of that existing in D D, just being like oh yeah you could do magic you're god i well, guess yeah, especially because like we tend to write stories that are very like magic has just come back to the world so like if you're in some podunk ass like sun cult yeah and one of the babies starts shooting fire you're like oh oh there it's it is god. <laughs> born in the flesh and then a demon is like this is my perfect opportunity to start whispering things to this baby <laughs> get one of my operatives in the front lines um but yeah i hate child of prophecy stories it's really the worst it's it sucks that naruto was like a slow reveal child of prophecy yeah because like he always had the fox in him so it's like this kid's a little special but it's it did seem like for a long time it was like He's you know, he circumstantially has the fox in him. Yeah. Yeah. What if it's Mino, not. What if Minato was just sort of like a normal guy who had a dorky wife with a demon in her? That kind of is what he was. Oh, he's. Oh. But the demon, you know, came from God. <laughs> yeah. The, so. the, as soon as it's so like you're the reincarnation of fucking Abel and. Uh, <laughs> you must fight. And and I also made the demon that's inside you, and this this cycle has occurred a hundred times, and blah blah. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's one thing to just be like, curse child, child got a curse. That happens sometimes. Yeah. You cross you cross a certain witch the wrong way, your life is different now. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know that um, uh, do you know that little fairy, uh, meme where it's like a little guy with a 
red hat and he's he's on strings. Me, do you mean me when I was a baby? Yeah, uh, do you mean me when I was a baby? No. Cuz he has a little green um poncho thing on. I believe yeah, that's, that's me when I was a baby. That's <laughs> what I wore when I was a baby. <laughs> Big red cone hat. Yeah. Yeah. And it has strings on them and he's yes. very like he's very like we're all talking about the same. Yeah, we're all talking about the same guy. <laughs> just you guys. As, I'm talking about you guys as a baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw. Well, that's. I mean, yeah, I posted that. That's me when I was a baby. <laughs> I don't know. This, I don't know what you're insinuating with the strings, but what? I was a baby in that video. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so watch it. But no, so they they mix they mix that with like, um, a little a little farmer man like a dirt farmer. In like medieval times, being like, "You killed my family. You killed everything I loved." And it's just that old dude, and just, 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 just him, just Katie has a baby dancing like Katie does. <laughs> and they're like, and "Like this is how you know fairy tales. <laughs> this is what fairy, fairy tales were based off. This is how they. This is how they That's were." True. So. They all anyway, written so, about me and the deeds I did when I was a baby. Was fucked up that you did all those things. Well, some of them are good. Yeah. Most of them are bad. Well, no, most of them are just a little dance. And then whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I'm not really in charge or in control. There are sometimes figures that impend doom, but don't themselves bring the doom. Mm, like a banshee. It's very misconstrued that they do the doom. They're mm. just they're just indicators. They're just like, hey, doom's coming. It's hey, knock knock knock. Doom is doom is here. Mm. This, yeah, it's, it's less. It's less. You know, doom is coming. It's it's doom is doom's at the door. Dooms at the door. It's not me. Not right me. Right behind me. I know, and I'm, it might seem like it because I am screaming and wailing, but I'm screaming and wailing for, for you yeah, on, on your behalf, behalf of sort of yeah. So I'm I'm upset. You're upset, and now you're dead. Mm. Hmm. Sorry. So tried to warn you. I know you maybe got a little distracted because I was screaming <laughs> and wailing at your doorstep. <laughs> I know, but I, I was, wasn't. You weren't listening. You weren't when you heard me first the first night, and you told yourself that's a dream. I really should have. Run. <laughs> Should got out of here. Year end performance review for the Banshee. Like you're really dedicated to your work and we love that. You're <laughs> we could work a little bit on your style of delivery. Like overall you're doing great, but sometimes your communication So yeah, we're gonna could write be more effective. Goals for the next quarter. Seems like you're losing track of like the audience that you're trying to communicate with. You're getting lost in the message. And you are current you're currently losing your audience because I mean you're because turning... again, you're screaming. <laughs> And, 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 and wailing and you are solely connected to one family so if the more and more they die is the more and more like the worse you'd scream right because then and, and i understand why you would do that but we need you to just pull it back speak at a normal volume maybe try to help the next generation maybe write a letter first let them know doom is coming if you got a letter that just said <laughs> doom is coming signed banshee Signed bench. XOXO. XOXO. Bench. Bench. I would I would move. You've said before, I can't remember exactly what the circumstance was, but you said on the show before something that like you would move if you got some weird piece of communication. I think you're too eager to move. You know those horror movies where it's like a bunch of fucked up shit happens in someone's house and people and by the end of it it's like, why didn't you leave? Like couldn't catch me. I don't think I think the first time something weird happens, you shouldn't move. I think it's got to happen like three, at least three third times. Third, third time you die. No, no. Yeah. First, you can't move the first time somebody 
does something weird first, to your house. First inconvenience. Well, okay, so I mean, people have stolen our catalytic converters. Yeah, but that's very human. I mean, like if something weird, like if you got something... like if you got like a wax sealed envelope that was like doom beautiful is calligraphy that Im- yeah impended your doom in like Latin, and you wouldn't take that seriously. I would be like, this is weird, but I don't think I'd be like, I better start looking for new places. Mm. But then you just have that in your back pocket. You're like, mm, like if I'm already looking and like I get a second sign that doom is coming, like maybe I hear a wail of impending terror. <laughs> best best to leave. You could take measures though, right? You could cleanse, you know, sage cleansing and get some Isn't stones. Isn't that culturally inappropriate? Yeah, it's get some stones on your... Culture. Yeah. All right, well, pick another leaf. <laughs> what's the what's a what's a leaf that white people are allowed to burn? Um, grass. Seaweed. Grass. <laughs> seaweed. <laughs> Crabgrass. The only problem the only problem with us is if we do the seaweed, then we bring in a like a what's it uh, not a dual hand? What's the other one? Uh, the one with the big eye. Oh, I was. And thinking it's like about... half man, half horse. Not a centaur. You, oh, you, a kelpie? No, it's it's its legs are like bound to a horse that is flayed, mm-hmm. and then it's got a mm-hmm. human. <laughs> It's got a human body on top that's also flayed. The knuckle of e or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the knuckle of e. Okay, not a, I was thinking Kelpie or Kappa, so I was uh, way it's, off it's, my a, it's a it's a Scottish one. Of... But if you burn um like seaweed that's been washed like on like brackish seaweed on the shore and like you use that seaweed for whatever reason, I think making teeth was a thing. I don't know. It's something to do with very, it's very Scottish. Um but if you burn that then that's this motherfucker comes for you. Okay, so not a good cleansing plant. Maybe, but maybe that's what the seaweed was used for, and they used it to cleanse. But like you didn't, you did too close to the shoreline. You did too close to the shoreline. Well, we're not very close to a shoreline. No, so we're very landlocked. Yeah, so that's so where I mean. would we even get that much seaweed? We go over to Vancouver, I mean, in, scoop you know, it up. Globalization, we can just order it on yeah, Amazon, Amazon. Probably, yeah. yeah, Amazon, a bucket of fresh seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> the Amazon packaging that's like three cardboard boxes, and you open it, and it's just a rusted pail of seaweed. <laughs> saran wrap clothes <laughs> i wish that's how i wish amazon was more like the acme from uh, from the roadrunner yeah yeah where you can just, they just airdrop you bullshit yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want to do with the drones more or less yeah well and it, like i just want more random crazy bullshit just like let inventors get in that on that team of like this well, one here is a heat sure, ray sure. i think you're just not looking at I'm not the right parts of Amazon. I see. Because you can get some horse shit on Amazon. Yeah, Katie, you got a fucking. I got a gyro ball. What does that mean? For hand workouts to strengthen your hands. Why are you strengthening your hands? Because one of my arms hurts. From volleyball performance? I don't know. From gaming too hard? Yeah, I am doing some six spikes and stuff lately. Mm. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know what I don't know what the pain is, but I got a gyro ball. And I think it worked. Until. And it's good that it worked because I immediately broke it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, she did the one forbidden thing. Which is what? What's the forbidden gyro ball rule? It says it is forbidden to, like, uh, d- drop from a height while spinning or something. Oh. Yeah. Well, that feels like an easily happening mistake. Yeah. They did give, uh, re- like, a little wrist. Yeah, a wrist strap definitely came with the gyro ball. Oh, but you're not going to use the wrist strap with the You don't use ball. a wrist strap with you're it. You're just going to break shit. the gyro ball. Yeah. Yeah, I can spend another seventeen dollars on a gyro ball, I guess. Ultimately it's because my hand was too weak. Which Yeah. I guess that's the trick, because Yeah, we gotta work on it. Yeah. Which means you need another <laughs> gyro ball. 
too stupid. <laughs> I hope... I hope Jiraiya's sequel's better. Oh, the end of these episodes. Like, what actually happens at the end? Because they, they resolve... <laughs> I kind of forgot about this, because it, it comes fucking out yeah, of we stopped, nowhere. Yeah, we stopped talking about it, really. Um, it... They so they resolve the Neji trauma. Like you think it's gonna be oh the Hugo are evil in this one. No, no, they're too reasonable. That they pass in peace. <laughs> but then, um, fucking just a huge a bomb goes off in the village that Shikamaru's team was helping. Uh, team Jiraiya of you know like other dimension Akatsuki yeah. plus Yahiko. Um, like they were helping them rescue those kids. They were yeah. it was a war torn village. That village just gets leveled with an explosion and like the teddy bear that one of the little kids was holding flies out in the shrapnel and lands right in front of nagato and conan and i think yahiko is in the village at the time of the explosion yeah so nagato's losing it in the way that we've seen him do once or twice in canon where he's like yahiko and just screaming yeah uh conan's like "Uh oh and so something some group has done that, and something is definitely going to come of what if those two. What if it's just Madara again, and then now we get the... Just psych. <laughs> it's like, this one's actually about... This one's still about me, motherfucker. I, I wouldn't put it past them. It's, had, it's, it's a... like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who gives a shit about Madara's this? inserting himself in yes. the narrative of the infinite Tsukiyomis. He's like, I control this. I can do whatever I want. I'm in there. I'm still the bad guy. Why would he write a story that didn't have me in it? Which wouldn't be a very I'm, good story. I like. I am I the think. bad. I like. I'm the worst guy. I am the bad guy. Duh. I'm everyone else guy. gets to be in this. Everyone else gets to be in the story. So. Me too. Why not me? Is Tsunade uh, in the story? No. No. Not yet. Huh. Well, because the, well, the sex fair, scene no, hasn't she, come she yet. She is mentioned because uh, Sakura says Sasuke gets poisoned. Oh yeah. Sakura says I've Sassari. secretly been training under She's, Lady Tsunade. Which is crazy. Publicly trained under Lady Tsunade. Yeah. Why is it a secret? Are you afraid that like Sasuke is going to go girls shouldn't train it and you're going to be like, oh, you're so right and quit. Like you think that if you tell him, he's going to tell you to yeah. stop and you're going to be forced to gonna, listen because you have no agree. willpower. Like what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that would like Tsunade wouldn't make it a secret. I'm Nobody just... would make it a secret unless Sakura explicitly was like sneaking off to go train with Tsunade, which just secretly doing med school. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, right, girl. Have you ever met a med student? Why do you have so many books? I, just... I don't know. <laughs> I was just reading. Actually, no one would ask because Naruto would just like if Naruto was like, Sakura, you got a lot of books. She'd be like, Yeah, I'm reading. He's like, Wow, you sure are smart. No further questions. And Sasuke wouldn't <laughs> care. Yeah. Sasuke wouldn't care. Nobody else would there's a, look. There's Kakashi a... had to have known. Yeah. Yeah. But he might just be like, okay, maybe, well, cool. he's, he, yeah. maybe he's maybe he's the one who's like, This is a secret. You can't tell anyone you're doing this. Why? Why? Because if Sasuke finds out, she will quit. Uh-huh. <laughs> because Sasuke will go, that's dumb. Mm. And then she'll be He like, wrote her a recommendation to Tsunade. Yeah. Really yeah. talented student. Uh, needs some independence. <laughs> there's, a, there's a moment <laughs> where... He's a hobby. Honestly. Uh, there's a moment where... Uh, and if that has to be surgery? <laughs> where Sasuke jumps into the fight against Sasori. No. Yes. 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 And he just beats the shit out of like eleven puppets right away. Well, yeah, but then, but then, uh, Shikamaru's like, "You just jumped into this fight because you knew we'd follow you in. You knew we'd have to back you up if you ran it down." And yeah. he turns around with a coy little smile and goes, "Heh." <laughs> this is also Liam's. This is the Liam Reinhardt theory. 
It's like you knew if you pinned into the enemy backline, we would have to go with you. Have to go with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Except for I'm doing it where I'm like, we can win if we, you know, if this follows up. I mean, they did win. Naruto can. That's true. And well, for us, it's Jake. We were so. (laughs) So that's Jake coming off of spawn and just jumping in and killing everyone. (laughs) We were so scared that that Sasuke was gonna solo a hundred puppets and I, I'd be like I thought it would be I legitimately thought he was going to easily destroy all these puppets yep. and it would just be so humiliating for real world Sakura yeah. and don't worry it is still well it's not like the, all of the kids get a piece and all of them break a couple puppets but then Naruto, and then Naruto it, it is true she does take the L to Naruto because he comes in with like 50 shadow clones and just fucks these puppets up yeah so that's not great for the Sakura optics. Yeah. But he never goes like baby boy Sasori mode, which is like the biggest problem in that fight is his own body. That voice actor was busy uh, currently doing other jobs. So they're just like the one who does the creepy voice. We're going to have to get you in. You're still Sasori, but like... surely the same guy, right? Has Jirai ever seen baby boy Sasori mode? I don't think so. So maybe he just doesn't know about it. <laughs> I think you're explaining a lot of in, in, in world reasoning. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think in our in our world or like in world, I mean, I think you've I think you've been leaning a lot on like they hate this voice actor as an explanation. <laughs> I think so. I, I I wouldn't say that these are the same guys. There's no way. The Sassery. Why? I just don't think so. What? <laughs> Why wouldn't it be the same guy? Because because um, one guy can't do those two voices. Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> it's also the show Naruto, so I don't think they would. You don't think they would pay two Dude, two people? I, I was, was going to say obviously they can, and I know that we're, but I know that we're far from professional voice actors. But listening back to our episodes, <laughs> it is so funny when we when we do like several character impressions in one episode because they all just sound the same. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> the same. We have two voices: Orochimaru and Madara. Yeah, yeah. and Hinata. Hinata's <laughs> <laughs> is very distinct. Yeah, so true. But like every time we try to do like Sasuke or anything, it doesn't like in in your head. You're like, yeah, I'm doing Sasuke. <laughs> and then you listen back, and it's like, no, it there's not, no difference no, in this Sasuke. voice. <laughs> I mean, you know, Yuri does his thing. Yuri is uh, irreplaceable. Although lately, he's been tweeting a lot about Spider Man Two, and I don't care. I unfollowed Yuri Lowenthal the other day. You want- just, yeah, his Twitter is not not inspiring. Not for me. Oh, I see. It's too much about like what he's working on, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah he talks too much about what he's doing and doesn't make enough stupid stupid asshole jokes. Yeah, he doesn't shit post because he's a professional, you know, a professional yeah. adult with like a kid. And yeah, a wife he and... always comes up on my feed. He says like thank you to his fans, and I don't like that. Yeah, he's very like mindset grindset. He like a lot of what I'm seeing is him like wishing like fans will bait him into wishing them happy birthday, and he like yeah. does every time, every time. And it's like okay, this is good good branding, but it's also like. I I don't like feeding the the gremlins like the idea of them being like Yuri I 100% in Spider-Man 2 can I get a happy birthday and every time he's like nice work man happy birthday and it's like this reflects well on you as a person but I don't like that they can just make you do this it's like (laughs) I mean what else is he doing with all his little voice acting money what he's got a lot of free time I think he doesn't I I don't think think he's working a lot you know, I mean, I think voice acting pays so little. He's got to be fucking grinding. All Do they the time. have children? I think they have at least one child. I feel like they have a child. Oh, 
So that's... You know how that goes. You can tweet while I you don't. look after a kid. <laughs> you don't always have to have your hands occupied with the child. Yeah. They that's do, facts. They do get up and go sometimes. Yes, and they're whatever on the slide, like running around. You're just like, got to keep an eye on them on the bench, but you can be like, happy birthday, man. Yeah. Hit the park, yeah. yeah. Everyone, Good job on Spider-Man. Make sure to go play Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Don't ever look at Sasuke Uchiha. No, he loves Sasuke still. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because Sasuke, I mean, it, it's crazy how little Sasuke is in Shippuden. <laughs> I really like yeah. his impact. I remember him being in a lot more of this fucking show. Well, because they never stop talking about him and, you know, yeah. thinking about him and trying to get yeah. him. But I was thinking about it. Like, I was like, I wonder how much like Yuri made for being in yeah, and it's like Shippuden. Because he's out of a lot He's not of it. in it at all. But then you're getting, a, you, surely you're getting a lot of that like tertiary money by being sasuke like the con circuit is kind to you if you're sasuke uchiha yeah yeah you gotta do cons all the time yeah but that's the that's the like nerd actor life right like all of them have to do the star trek people still all of them have to do cons until the con comes to calgary and then they sign up and then they drop out yeah because they're like i'm gonna make nine dollars fuck this (laughs) (laughs) that is the the constant like at this point you have to just call it lying that the yeah. Calgary comic convention does yeah. every single year. It's, I don't understand how people still buy tickets for that. Yeah. Cause they will put some fucking names out there. And then like after everybody's pre-ordered tickets three days before the event starts, sorry, none of the game of Thrones actors are coming. Actually, uh, the walking dead guys all dropped, uh, 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 like they just the hobbits will not be coming. All of them are have, have dipped out except for Sean Aston, who feels bad and <laughs> has canceled his plans to actually come in. Dude, I remember going. Uh, I think we talked to about see it. the hobbits. Yeah, like we we saw the hobbits do like improv, which was ridiculous. Um, but Sean Aston comes out and he like doesn't do any of it because he's not in like the Hobbit films. But he comes out and gives like a word about how impactful being in lord of the rings was and how it's probably the greatest like film trilogy of all time and how he's so humbled to be a part of it and you know it's like an artistic legacy that will live on and then like the way he was delivering it he kind of keeps like looking at the hobbit actors and there's a real like you'll never you'll never stand where i stood (laughs) yeah and then he just leaves and it's like oh yeah all right well it's undeniably true like to, to to go to a hobbit panel and be like the original trilogy is is an untouchable masterpiece and I'm so humbled to be part of it. And I am so grateful to all of our fans that love it as much as we do. Uh, anyway, here's this shit. Goodbye. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope you like these, I feel like these guys. I always, I always felt so mad at like Christopher Tolkien. Okay. Uh, cause he hates the trilogy, the OG trilogy. What? Yeah. Like, like canonically he despises the thing. The movies. Yes. Why? Cause he's like, there's nothing like my jazz books. Tom Bombadil wasn't even in it. Yeah, like, like really, like, bitch. It just makes him and the whole Tolkien estate look so bitch made when they're like, uh. Same energy as, like, um. There wasn't any elves at the fucking world. The elves deep. Same energy as <laughs> The Shining. It's just, this isn't like my fucking book. It's not. One, they adapted it to the medium. One, Man. it's not your fucking book. It's your dad's book. And, like, two, shut the fuck up, old man. <laughs> are you telling me you saw like you saw Theoden and you're like he doesn't he's not my Theoden shut up (laughs) shut up dude 
You see Aragon. You see. You see. Fucking, I actually don't you, think you could look at Viggo Mortensen playing Aragon and be like, I don't think he matches the vibe. Yeah, like shut up. <laughs> I think that's one that is pretty. I think. I think every character in that movie is sort of like, ah, you need to shut up. Yeah. Like you look Elijah, at Elijah Wood is Frodo is all time. Yeah. How'd you even find a guy that looks like a hobbit like that? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then plucky sidekick characters, you know, Samwise. Ba- yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> what has Sean Astin done before this? Like the Goonies, and then also like fucking what's uh Fifty First Dates? Yeah, yeah. After, after the Lord of the Rings yeah. trilogy, okay. it's so funny to watch Elijah Wood and other shit. Like shortly after that, like Sin City came out, and yeah. he's like a weird mute murderer. I like, and, like I, I like they, him in that. He's he's I mean he's a great actor, but like. And it also makes sense why they would cast him because the whole thing is that he's like this weird, slight little dude with huge, shining eyes. So it's like, okay, of course. But watching him do any of that style of role after, it's like, but you look but like you're a, a baby. fucking but hobbit. Like, <laughs> but you're Frodo Baggins. That's not you. You're a hobbit. You're no, a little you're not like a weird hobbit. little killer no, guy. No, you can't be him. You're Frodo Baggins. We need you to be in like inspired by Wes Anderson movies only from now on. Oh, get him in a Wes Anderson movie. What the fuck? I mean, he was in that, like, is it like Dirk Gently's detective agency thing on Netflix that is like, it's a show that's like Anderson-y, I think. Well, that's just Max Max Landis being a hack. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, For sure. Does Max Landis write that show? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's based on a comic, though, isn't it? I think. Yeah, because he's a hack. He doesn't know how. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Can't come up with original ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he, yeah, does, no and when he does, and when he does, it's bright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love uh, the original screenplay. No, come on. Cult. Remember when? Remember when his laptop got lost and there were fifty-eight there were screenplays lots of ideas on, it. on there. That's what I would say too. <laughs> Oh, no, no. no! You don't see any work oh, from me in the next several years. You it's because I was 63 screenplays got oh, stolen. It was about to be the Max Landis no. era. Every blockbuster. I was biding my time until Marvel fell off, and then it was going to be like every big movie was going to be mine. Oh come on! I had such uh, so many good idea. Like uh, so many idea. Like what if um what if a goblin <laughs> was a judge? <laughs> <laughs> What if, what, if, uh, what if Superman wasn't good? Ogre lawyer. <laughs> what, if, what if the trolls ran the world? I mean, the the doll. The trolls dolls. <laughs> and we all had to, and, and humans were a slave race that had to brush their hair up so high every day. Yeah, and we also had to do that. <laughs> oh, it was, so, was going to be so good. I wrote a movie that was like, what if the movie Aliens was actually just about penises? Because it looked like them. Well, okay. Okay. That right, was Max. my movie. I was gonna do that. I was gonna get funded for sure. I also wrote a movie. What if women weren't bitches? <laughs> I really want that one to come what out. What if women didn't want to bring a good man down? <laughs> what if what, what if <laughs> sort of speculative fiction? What if cancel culture never existed? <laughs> what if what if what if what if women could what handle? What would twenty twenty look like if Me Too never happened? <laughs> <laughs> what if what if women could take criticism? <laughs> and this one's about wrestling. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! What that thief stole from us. <laughs> Uh, bastard if i ever I see you i would have wrote it all so good 
He did write it all so good. They were done. He they just couldn't finished. figure out how to print them to send to people. <laughs> He's like he was trying to figure out how the printer worked. For I, months. I don't want to use all the printer. I don't want to use all the printer ink in there. And I, my email got taken down by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not allowed to go to Staples, guy. I got this little ankle I'm, bracelet. I'm banned from Staples. Don't ask me why. I'm just trying to. I will tell you, it is one of my movies. Why I got banned from Staples? It's called "I Got Banned from Staples." It's a documentary. <laughs> I'm trying to find the like snippet little summaries of his screenplays because they're so funny and stupid. What are we at on time? An hour. Uh, in the bonus, I'll redo Max Landis <laughs> screenplays. This is so stupid. Like before, I knew you guys. I didn't know who the fuck Max Landis was. Yeah, me neither. So this isn't gonna even land for all of our audience. Like, Nobody he's, cares. The, 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 Nobody the, cares about Max. He's John Landis' son. The, the Nepo baby canceled screenwriter that has like a weird relation that like we have some weird tangential <laughs> connection to that wrote the orc cop Will Smith movie. Like that doesn't mean anything to anyone. <laughs> That's very funny. It is very funny to me. <sighs> But nobody know. I didn't know who that was before I like heard it from you guys. Nobody knows who this man is. No, uh, people who um. Tell writers and our tours understand. True, he, true creative geniuses. Yeah. Tours have all heard. Uh, tours have no. all heard of Landis. Yeah. And wrestling fans. Because he did the thing on YouTube that's wrestling. Not wrestling. is he? Do wrestling fans know? <laughs> Specific ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i just don't i still don't really know who he is i only know the jokes that we tell about him <laughs> well that's who that's and you know that's who he is to you isn't, yeah, yeah isn't that what makes a person yeah a person most of the people so in, should i say about them yes literally <laughs> <laughs> if you guys met somebody before i did my whole interpretation of them is i just take it face value anything you say to make fun of them and mm -hmm. i assume vice versa yeah yeah okay great yeah. Do you think that's a healthy way to interact with people? I, if you trust your friends. <laughs> that's a great point. I said this before, but I trust that if, if you dislike someone that I won't find anything good about them that's, either. Th th that is actually like a something you can hang your hat on. I don't think there's ever been a social disagreement between you and I. Nope. Ever. Nope. Well, I can think of one. In the bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are down here. We, I don't think of you as much either, but if you liked somebody that I thought was cringe, I would be less surprised. Because I would imagine that they, <laughs> there's there's some like there's some reason that like they share an interest with you that I don't like. It's outside of our Venn diagram. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, no, they just like do this thing that's like super sick, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I can see how that would happen, and I would think they're dumb, but you'd be like, no, they're alright. I also have a problem with befriending losers, so that's okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, wanna... Yeah. <laughs> Get... Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, just trying to you know do the the classic last minute thing of if there's anything we miss. Follow us uh, on Patreon now that we're back open. Yeah, yeah, um, we're doing. Yeah, stores open. Stores open. Patreon you... stores open. Bonus content. Bonus bin. shouties. Bonus bin coming out. Yeah, like uh, we we bundle it in with the main episodes, but like you'll find if you go on our Patreon, you're like, where are the bonuses? That every episode we've released of Shipping is like two hours long, thirty <laughs> to an hour longer. Yeah, on so Patreon. you're like getting like double us. So it's not like we're giving you like bullshit. And it's, it's uh, a week earlier. Yeah. Uh, what else do we do? We do shouties, little shout outs. And other stuff, you know, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, it. You know, you know, the Patreon stuff. been around. It's nothing new. Yeah, 
You know um, how Patreons work. All the all yeah, the it's pretty, yeah, pretty standard, pretty standard stuff. Um, I will say just as that because I, I want the I want the world to know about this. <laughs> Go see Godzilla minus one. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's a public service announcement. It's public service. Announcement. <laughs> is it supposed to be really good? It is. I wouldn't say it's supposed to be. It is really good. You've seen it? I've seen it. Okay. When you were being a traitor. That night? Yeah. I thought you guys were with your family. For dinner. He went to this movie at 10 p.m. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyways. All right. Well. Okay. Okay. Thumbs up? Oh, no. <laughs> Let me think. Thumbs up. Okay. Three, two, one. Thanks, Thanks for, for all your support. support. Pretty I think good. that one was perfect. Pretty good. All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's that time of year again. No, not Christmas. It's time for me to say thank you to all of the people who have kindly supported us on Patreon as of the time of recording this message. I will start, as always, with the one true king, my kage, Charles. Thank you so much. Uh, Jonian Squad, thank you to Krizzy, Fenris, Smoke More Weed, and Wowie. Love to say all those things. Thank you, guys. And the the army of tuning, Damien, Evelyn, Gasser. Go listen to Gasser the Rapper's album on Spotify, by the way, if you haven't, or on not on Spotify. I don't know wherever you want to listen to it. Thank you, John, Keegan, Meat Boy, Namaya, Sam, Taniel, Taters, and Ya Boy. That's that's the squad. Thank you guys so much for supporting us, and thank you to the other people who are also supporting us. And uh, we're we're. We're back doing all this stuff, including shoutouts, including bonus episodes. I'm trying to get the boys to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and to, and I guess maybe that's content. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to hear Gumball. <laughs> is, that, is that so wrong? Anyway, uh, I'll see you guys. I'll see you around. I'll be listening for you, like Santa. I know when you're sleeping. I know when you're awake. Don't be fucking weird. Thank you so much.